Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. That uh, we got to look at and get figured out, uh, get fixed, and that's exactly what we'll do. Uh, hats off to Coach Arians and the Bucks. They did a nice job finding a way to get the win. Um, there's a lot of things that we can correct and a lot of things that, that we will improve on. And I think the only thing that we can look at as a blessing is we get a chance to, to do that on a short week, uh, going to, to Seattle on a Thursday night. And uh, that's all we know how to do is go back to work and try to figure it out. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. This is episode 18. I'm John June. I don't have my guy Greg Penniman. Unfortunately, couldn't be here with us for this episode, but it's all good. We're going to rock and roll like we always do. Uh, so but it's week five, guys, Thursday night football. Um, you know, some things to just remind ourselves of is like, hey, let's make sure those Thursday night guys, not in our flex spots, that they're either a wide receiver position or a running back position. If you play in a super flex league and you're starting two quarterbacks, make sure that that quarter, if you're playing either Jared Goff or Russell Wilson tonight, that those guys are in a quarterback spot, not your super flex spot. So you can maintain that flexibility. You know what I'm saying? Before we get to Thursday night football tonight though, let's cover some news. So, uh, big news coming out of New York, Saquon Barkley, New York giants running back, uh, who suffered a high ankle sprain in last week's win against the uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he's appears that to be uh, he was jogging today. He was working out with the trainers, so he's eyeing a week six return against the New England Patriots. Um, so that that's good news for Saquon Barkley owners. Potentially bad news for Wayne Gallman owners. Um, so if you're you know if you're Wayne Gallman owner, um, you know I just probably I would probably continue to just ride that out. Um, you know, just continue to squeeze all the juice out of that orange as, as much as you can um, until until Saquon Barkley comes out. Um, you know, if you could buy yourself a few a few wins or a couple more wins, um, you know, week five. So if he comes back week six, you've already bought you've already bought yourself two weeks. So um, you know, I'd continue to hold hold him tight and then maybe potentially try to trade him to the Saquon Barkley owner. Um, if if they're if they're willing to bite, um, Rashad Penny, C- Seattle Seahawks running back, is back at practice, or he was back at practice this week, um, so he's expected to uh, play tomorrow. Uh, so what does that mean? Uh, could potentially mean that maybe Chris Carson loses some snaps to Rashad Penny. Um, we saw C.J. Procise get in the game a little bit. Uh, we saw Rashad Penny was was healthy and active that he was involved as well. So we saw Chris Carson handle this 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 uh, entire workload, uh, but that was without a, a healthy Rashad Penny. So something to monitor going forward. Maybe Chris Carson owners can can sell high here. Um, we could talk about more about that as we get to the matchup. Uh, moving forward, we got Mitch Trubisky. He uh, suffered a shoulder injury in the victory against the the Minnesota Vikings. It seems like he's expected to be out at least a couple more weeks. 
you know, this probably doesn't really affect the the Bears' offense so much as a whole, seeing how Mitch Trubisky wasn't that great to begin with. You know, Allen Robinson, I think, is still a wide receiver, too, uh, that's capable of having wide receiver one games. I think that this is probably uh, a plus for David Montgomery going forward. Um, you know, we've seen his snaps and his touches trend up. He had 26 opportunities in his last game, so maybe that continues going forward. Moving on to the Steelers, they've suffered some injuries. So Juju Smith-Schuster, he seemed to have suffered a toe injury in Monday Night Football, but seems like he'll be okay. Uh, so, it's, you know, they're, they're thinking today might have been a rest day for him. So we'll see how, how, that, how that goes moving forward. James Conner didn't practice today either, so that's a situation that we'll have to monitor going forward. Jalen Samuels had a breakout game on Monday Night Football. He was very involved in, in that game plan and how they used him. Um, he was even getting some pass attempts, those little tap passes, those count as pass attempts. So if you get you know any kind of bonuses other than just the pass yardage, you know those are extra points. Those are like almost free points, I feel like. So you know, we'll have to see how Jalen Samuels roll, if it, if it continues to to grow going forward. So that'll be something to monitor um, as, as the week goes on. But, you know, James Conner owners, you know, they finally get that good game and maybe you were looking to sell high and, and now he gets injured. So, um, you know, that's kind of unfortunate. But, you know, hopefully he gets better soon. Um, and then Vance McDonald, he's still DMP, you know, did not participate with a shoulder injury. Um, you know, I, I know we dropped him. Uh, in, in one of our leagues, um, if you know, I wouldn't hold on to Vance McDonald. I would, you know, maybe if I could pick up Tyler Eifert this week, I'd look to start him. Um, you know, Noah Fant, who we've talked about before, I would probably pick him up. Um, you know, like we, we talked about Ben Watson coming back from suspension, Chris Herndon also coming back from suspension. So remember, Chris Herndon is not eligible to play till week six, which is next week. So um, just be mindful of that, but, you know, those are guys I would probably look to pick up, um, you know, I don't think Vance is going to come back anytime soon, but, uh, you know, that'll be something to monitor going forward. Michael Gallup, he's expected to play Sunday. He returned from, he returned to practice today. Uh, he had had a meniscus surgery as he was expected to be out two to four weeks, I think was the timeline. So he's back now. So, um, that's a plus for the Dallas Cowboys offense. He was actually leading that that team in targets for um, that stretch of time that he was he was on the team or he was healthy. So, um, you know, if Michael Gallup was made available in any of your leagues, I know in a lot of the leagues I'm in, he was he was stashed either on the bench or in an IR spot. Um, but if you can somehow, you know, if Michael Gallup was made available, I would you know go 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 potentially pick him up, especially if you need help at receiver. Uh, maybe you maybe you lost John Ross, who was placed on the uh, eight-game IR t- uh, today due to a collarbone issue. Um, so that's definitely damning for for John Ross, who was having sort of a breakout year um, after being labeled as a as a first-round bust. So um, you know, hate to see that. Uh, and then the Cardinals receivers, so Demir Bird, he uh, he suffered a hamstring injury, so he's been ruled out. And then Christian Kirk seems to have an ankle injury. I think they said it might have been of the high variety. So um, there's a possibility he could be out another week. So, um, you know, Christian Kirk owners sit tight. Um, I know that Andy Isabella, truthers, are probably excited right now. But um, 
unfortunately, it was said that uh, Andy Isabella would play the outside receiver position, which uh, is not the primary target in this Cliff Kingsbury offense. The primary target is those slot receivers, those inside receivers. Um, Larry Fitzgerald and Christian Kirk were sharing about a you know 52% target share or something to that effect. So um, I would expect... If this if this does help anybody in the Cardinals offense, I would expect um, you know this to help David Johnson as well as Larry Fitzgerald. You know, obviously Larry Fitzgerald already plays the slot role, so um, you know Christian Kirk being out that probably helps him you know get more targets in the slot. And then D- David Johnson's been very involved in this pass game. He's had six targets through every game this season, so that's great volume right there. That's a nice safe floor. So, and the Cincinnati run defense, as we saw on Monday, they gave up 16 catches to running backs on Monday. So, I would expect um, David Johnson to to continue that trend on on Sunday um, against Cincinnati. So. Uh, we'll see. And then last but not least, um, we've got kicker news. Patriots kicker Steven Goskowski is placed on season-ending IR due to a hip injury. So um, for all you kicker fanatics out there, hashtag kickers are people too. I, I get it. Um, you know, maybe you want to put him in your IR spot. No, I'm just kidding. I would not put Steven Goskowski in my IR spot. Um, go ahead, drop him, pick up another kicker. Preferably look for one in a dome, plays a good schedule, high-scoring offense. Try to avoid that weather. Um, but moving on to Thursday Night Football, we've got the 3-1 and Los Angeles Rams traveling to Seattle to take on the 3-1 and Seattle Seahawks. This is a 49.5 point over-under. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks are 1.5 point favorites. So yeah, Greg, what do you got? Oh wait, I forgot. Um, no, just kidding. Greg sent the picks in. Uh, he's picking the under, and he's taking the Rams to cover the spread, and he's also taking the Rams to win. Um, so those are his picks. I, yeah, I'm kind of going back and forth with this on this. I'm kind of going back and forth on this one. Um, I'm going to go with the Seahawks, though, to cover the spread. I'm also going to go with the Seahawks to um, to win the game. Uh, I think the Rams went down to the wire on Sunday. Uh, they ran a lot of plays. They they ran almost almost a hundred plays on Sunday. Uh, Jared Goff threw the ball sixty eight times. So I think they've got to be gassed coming into Thursday night football. You know maybe this is the Todd Gurley get right game. I know we saw you know the touchdown production and the receiving production, but the um, in a game where they were down. Uh, you would expect, you would hope Todd Gurley gets involved from a pass game standpoint. Uh, Gerald, we saw Gerald Everett also get involved. I wouldn't rush to the waiver wire to pick him. I think that was more of just a matter of the game flow. But um, in terms of players that you are starting on the Seattle side, you start Russell Wilson, you start Chris Carson, uh, you start Tyler Lockett, you start Will Disley. I think you can start DK Metcalf here also if you're in a pinch um, at wide receiver. You need a wide receiver, you, you can start DK Metcalf. Um, Chris Carson, Rashad Penny thing. Um, if I'm the Chris Carson owner, uh, I would either try to sell or try to find a way to acquire Rashad Penny. If he's either on the waiver wire or, um, you know, maybe I can trade for him. Maybe he's, if he's not too involved in the Thursday night game, but, um, 
I would anticipate that Rashad Penny does get involved. Um, if it's not tonight, then it'll probably be the next game. So, um, you know, that's something that we'll definitely have to monitor tonight and going forward. Um, then going on with the Rams, we saw Robert Woods finally have the bounce back game we've been talking about. We saw him, you know, get 15 targets in this one. Uh, granted, you know, the game flow again, but um, to see him get targeted from the start of the game, um, just it was it was good to see for Robert Woods owners. But you start Robert Woods, you start Cooper Cup, obviously you start Brandon Cooks. Uh, Todd Gurley, you start him. Obviously, you're going to continue to start him. Sean McVay is too smart of a coach to not get this fixed with Todd Gurley. Uh, they finally lost a game. So, you know, now you got to really not saying that he wasn't analyzing it before and, and trying to fix things before, but things, you know, are a little bit worse after a loss. So, you know, hopefully we see the volume head in the in the right direction for Todd Gurley. Um, in terms of key matchups, Greg's key matchup, he has Seattle. Uh, the Seattle running game versus this Rams D-line, uh, Chris Carson, Aaron Donald, you know, Dante Fowler's been playing out of his mind. Corey Littleton is a up-and-coming middle linebacker in the league. So, you know, that's a good battle to see. Uh, Chris Carson's a hard runner. Uh, Sports Info Solutions charted him with 21 missed tackles on Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals. That's an absurd amount of broken tackles, missed tackles, whatever you want to call them. But to force 21 of them in, in a game, that's got to that's crazy. Um, so Chris Carson's a hard runner. He moves piles. He, it takes like six or seven people to to, to take him down at times. Um, and you know that's part of the reason why he has some of the fumbling issues that he has. Um, because he, he is always trying to fight for every extra yard. Um, but that would definitely be something to watch. I think for me, uh, it's going to be Russell Wilson versus this Rams defense. Um, Russell Wilson against Sean McVay, Coach Rams. This is courtesy of the uh, fantasy footballers. Uh, they dropped this stat line today. But um, Russell Wilson against these Sean McVay, Coach Rams has never has never thrown for more than 200. He's never had a 200-yard passing game. So I want to see if that's a trend that continues. Um, Russell Wilson has shown to be very efficient, even when given little pass attempts. We've seen what he's been able to do. So um, I hope that, you know, this game, uh, you know, 49.5 point over under, uh, I'm taking the over here. So I hope that this game uh, does get into a little bit of a shootout. Um in terms of Jared Goff, if you're starting him, I know people are having questions about whether to start him or not. I think you start him. Um, I know that people are, you know, going back and forth about not doing it. I know he hasn't played great, um, you know, but unless your your league penalizes you for sacks and or you know uberly penalizes you for turnovers, I would con- continue to start Jared Goff. We see that the volume is there. He's uh he's in a high uh, historically I mean it's only been three years but it's he's been in, in uh, Sean McVay's offenses are known to be high scoring so uh, he's got that going for him and he's surrounded by offensive weapons um, so I would I would start him you know the matchup's not scary you know it's a, it's a good matchup for him the Seattle defense has been beatable and we've seen that all year so or, I mean you know it's only been three four weeks but we've seen that through four weeks. So I would expect that to continue. So I would start Jared Goff. I would start all three Rams receivers. Um, I know Jared Goff was dropped in some leagues. 
Um, so you know maybe if you're looking for a quarterback, you want to pick him up. You could you you know maybe you want to start him, but uh, the choice is yours. But I'm not afraid to start Jared Goff on on Thursday night football. Um, actually, that being said, um, you know if I, if you're doing a Thursday Monday slate, maybe maybe you could get Jared Goff because it might be low ownership, which you know we'll see. We'll have to see how that how that goes going forward. Um, like we said, Gerald Everett, I wouldn't start him. Um, I think last week was just a, a matter of the game, the game flow and how it went. Um, but yeah, I think that that about, that about covers it, guys. Yeah, this is gonna be the shortest pod that we have probably all year. Um, this is again the solo pod, but as usual, thank you for listening. Appreciate you guys. Again, please subscribe, rate, review, follow, whatever it is that you have to do, wherever it is that you're listening to us, whether it's Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or even Google Play. Again, we appreciate every single one of you guys. And as always, we are out.